Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Good day and welcome to episode 10 of our series on symptoms. I'm Michael Platten and I have... The other one of the two Pete's in the podcast, Dr. Simon Strawn. Are you the Pete or the pod? Mm. I think you're both Pete, eh? Yeah, I know. Mm. All right. Today we are going to be talking about sneezing. What is a sneeze? Why do we sneeze? How to treat sneezing in general? And then the warning signs of sneezes. What is sneezing? Simon, do you want to take this? Why do we sneeze? We sneeze... Because our, our lining of our nose is irritated and generally there's something there that we're trying to get out. That's the feeling, at least. It's not like there necessarily is something there. But it's a bit like an itchy skin. Your nose gets a little itchy like that and then you you, know, you can feel a sneeze coming and you're like, there's, there's, there's something there, something there, something there. And it's really just that irritation. Um, and it's the, the symptom that makes people say, bless you, of course. Yes. Um, and why why does your nose then, I guess... To answer why do we sneeze, it's a case of asking what is it that causes the nose to feel why, like that. Why is it irritated? Yeah, so it's irritated because the most common thing is that you know, you've breathed in something that's a little irritating to your nose. So we know the whole story about pepper, for example. <clears throat> and you'll then sneeze out because it's irritating and making your nose itchy and you're trying to get rid of it. But we also sneeze because of allergy. So that's really common. And I think it's a, an important thing. So you know, we, we use these terms like allergic rhinitis or allergies in those, but most people would know it as hay fever. Mm. So the symptoms of hay fever in the acute phase, so you're, you're breathing in or you're, you're near a cat or you're near a dog or something else that you're allergic to, uh, and literally within minutes of being exposed, what is going to happen? You're going to develop that hay fever symptom of runny, Itchy, sneezy nose. So that, that's more allergy-related symptoms, though. Yes. And you can't just have an irritation-related symptom like dust sure. and cold. Sure. Or a foreign object. Yes. Okay. So carrying on with your allergies, yes, runny nose, sneezing. Itchy. Itchy. Uh, sometimes also runny eyes. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Uh, where not that won't necessarily happen with an irritant, so like your dust. Like, yes, your, your eyes will still respond, but it won't be as... Your eyes shouldn't necessarily be itchy. Your nose might be a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, that's right. So if, you, if you're getting a big sneeze because you've inhaled some pepper or some dust or something else, I mean, you generally don't get a very uh, – the itchy symptoms aren't so bad. Mm. It's it's just, and it's localized it's just the to the nose. To the nose, yeah. yeah. But I think the other important thing is that, you know, when we were talking about runny noses, we spoke about viral respiratory infections, and we actually spoke specifically mm. about a virus called rhinovirus. And rhinovirus typically starts in the nose and you end up with a runny, watery, watery runny nose with sneezing and a sore throat. Mm. So, um, and then a lot of people when that happens go, oh, it must be allergy, which yeah, you may well be right. But if it's not on the background, the child is known to be allergic, it may just be a virus. Mm. So what are you going to do about it? I mean, so if you've got this persistent sneezing, well, initially, obviously, if it's just an irritant, you're going to sneeze a couple of times and blow your nose or wipe the child's nose and it'll all be over. Mm. Um, if it's a, if it's one of the viruses, the sneezing will generally last a day or two and then be gone. Uh, and then you'll know that you're in 
a virus territory because then the nose and the mucus will change boring a bit to become and boring. boring and yellowy and then the coughing starts and you, you kind of look back and go, oh, okay, that was the start of the virus. Mm. Whereas if it's an allergy, what you are going to notice is, as we've mentioned, the eyes will be watery, the nose will be itchy. And what you'll start to notice is that these symptoms generally occur every time the child is exposed to that thing to which it's allergic. Yes. Just running back a bit, so that's allergies. Whenever they get exposed, they they flare. With foreign bodies, which is a bit more, a bit less common, the your child might uh, have pain localized to one side and say it's out or it's sore, or keep digging in there trying to get it out if they're younger, if they can't actually verbalize what's going on. Yeah, that's right. So you may you may get sneezing with that, but I think that's a very good point, and I don't know whether we've mentioned it before. I don't think so. But if you do notice that your that the one side of your child's nose is blocked more than the other side, or if you notice that the one side is runny where the other side is not, and especially if it's like horrible yellowy thick stuff, mm. and then the last part of something shoved up the nose for too long is it really smells. Mm. And so older children sits there. Exactly. Older, I've actually had older children present to me complaining of um, that they can smell themselves. <laughs> I had one guy who was uh, at boarding school and his mates wouldn't even come into the same room with him. And he didn't understand what was going on. Bought more deodorants and, you know, he was like a teenage mm-hmm. boy. Eventually, when they came to see me and he walked into my room, it was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and there was something shoved up his nose. So when we talk about sneezing and stuff up the nose, it's probably more like the very finer, finer irritant particles. Mm. All right. Treatment. If it's an allergy... There are things that we can use, but what I actually want to talk about is your more irritant things because it's easier to manage. If you are reacting to dust, then try to avoid it. Obviously, you want to avoid anything that will cause sneezing. But if you are unable to avoid it, then you're going to be sneezing as long as you're exposed to it or as long as it's present in the nose. So clean your nose out, blow your nose. If they're a bit smaller, like they're chatted about in the runny noses, spray with saline, suck it out. Just get that irritation out of the nose. For allergies, there are a couple of different medications that we can use, or classes of medicine. One is an antihistamine, and the other one is a steroid. Your antihistamines can either be given directly into the nose, or systemic, so into the mouth. Well, there there are a number of anti-allergy sprays that you can use. I mean, there are... Uh, some of the older ones, there was a thing called sodium chromoglycate we used to use. Uh, and um, the other thing I think to think about, because then I think the nasal sprays you're talking about predominantly in allergy are the cortisone-containing nasal sprays. I was going to get there, yeah. So I was saying we'll the, the, about, the antihistamine yeah. ones were the first ones, and then yeah. the second class was the cortisone. So obviously the, the other things that stop any runny nose, the things that dry up a nose can be used as well, but they're not going to treat the allergy. The they're, they're really just for uh, an acute an acute relief of the of the runny nose. Mm. For the steroid-based, we have intranasal steroids that you can spray into the nose once, twice a day, depending on what uh, formulation you get. But we would tend to not use a systemic steroid at all. Like a, you mean for an, an oral? Like, like an oral, like uh, prednisone. Or and I think that's like important, that, that the, there's no question that to control the long-term effects of an allergy in the nose, you do need the steroid. Because what happens Mm. is that the sneezing and the running and the itching we've spoken about is the first initial things that happen in the first hours. And after that, the nose then becomes really blocked. And then you need that steroid spray. Mm. And the steroid sprays that we use are very, very low dose. 
and they literally work in the nose. Almost, almost nothing is absorbed into the bloodstream. So you're not going to end up with cortisone side effects from using nasal cortisone sprays. I think on that, going in, venturing into asthma, the children that inhale uh, corticosteroids or steroids into mm. the lungs, the vast majority do not have systemic effects where they have issues with growth. Yes. And that's a much larger dose than what we're putting into the nose. Mm. The important thing with the nasal steroids is that it does take a bit of time to work properly. Yeah, that's right. I was just thinking exactly that. So maybe we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. So if we, if you do have a situation where your child, let's say you know your child has an allergy to a particular, let's say an animal, and it comes into contact with that and it starts to sneeze, what's the first thing you're going to do? Well, the first thing you're going to do is move away from the animal. Uh, you're going to spray the nose uh, so that you can blow the nose out. And then you're going to give an antihistamine. Yes. To stop the itchy, sneezy, runny. Yes. And then you're going to go for the intranasal cortisone spray. For the longer term yeah. control. And that's, and that's where you would need it usually one, at least once a day, one squidge into each nostril, once a day or twice a day. Mm. All right. So we've spoken about why we sneeze and what causes it and what you should be doing quickly. Cause that, I mean, the sneezes, the sneezing settles very quickly, especially if you've given an antihistamine or you've sprayed. I mean, we'll talk about antihistamines in another time in more detail. Mm. But ideally, what you're looking for is one of the newer types of antihistamine that don't cause the child to be sleepy. I think the only other thing to really think about is, you know, if the sneezing is going on and on and on and on, then you may have to have a look in the nose and make sure there isn't something stuck in the nose, especially if there's, if there's bleeding from the nose. Um, but I can't think that there's anything else from a warning sign that you have to worry about because this is generally a big heart tissue bless you over mm. yeah i think that's just why we're limiting this just to one podcast sure moving on we are going to be talking about coughing or overview of coughing why do you cough treatment of coughing and warning signs for that so if your children have allowed you to thanks for listening thank you Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.careforkids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At two Pete in a podcast. At two Pete in a podcast. T-W-O, not the numerical two. This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.